have two. Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is the awesome and amazing show you love listening to called The Heroes of Noise. I'm Steve. However, ladies and gentlemen, back by popular demand with Dan's wonderful WonderCon weekend, we have the incomparable Johnny Bucks. Johnny, how are you, sir? Hey, Steve. Yeah, I'm good. Hello, everyone. <laughs> it's good to be the back. Dude, the dude, <laughs> man, we've had a lot of uh, tweets and such about you. I mean, you're kind of like a overnight sensation on the Heroes of Noise podcast. What is going on here, man? Oh, uh, yeah, I know. Uh, I heard something about Dan's sister. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, uh, Dan's sister, if you're out there. <laughs> it was so cool. Everyone yeah, that, like, made me blush. at work was like, oh, my gosh. He sounds so cool. How, do, you, do you know him? Do you? I was like, oh, this guy, he's the one. Uh, we found the dude. <laughs> You're too kind, man. <laughs> For real. How, how was your weekend, brother? How you doing? Yeah, it was good. It was good. Yeah, I've been out. I uh, was out gigging last night. Um, I've had some big Mick, Mick C's down. Um, but unfortunately, he's poorly. He can't join us tonight, which is a shame. Uh but yeah, he's down this weekend. Uh, my daughter had a gymnastics competition. Oh, come on. Yeah, she's like a oh, little tiny... Adorable. Yeah, man, she's like a little tiny superhero. She's amazing. <laughs> and, um, oh yeah, and, and with her, um, she's eight years old, she, and um, she's actually asked me, um, she saw a trailer for Infinity War, which we mm -hmm. might talk about later, and she said, Dad, I really want to see that. So I said, yeah, okay, cool. Um, you're going to have to watch some other ones first. And she's like, yeah, great. So we've been doing a Marvel rewatch. We've been rewatching some of the Avengers films and stuff. Come on. So that's been a bit on. special. Yeah, man, sitting down with her and watching those. And she's really been in, enjoying them and uh, surprisingly insightful and, you know, making me proud. So that's that's really cool. Now, what is her favorite so far? What is her favorite uh, Avengers movie? Um, yeah, funnily enough, I asked her that earlier on today and it's, she says they're all good and it was hard to choose. Um, but she really likes Avengers Assemble, the first one. Oh yeah. Because she said it, she said it was the funniest. That's true. Which That's is. That's true. Yeah. The, the others, the, you know, uh, Ultron and Civil War get more serious. Although they do have some brilliant moments, obviously, but, uh. So I'm very much looking forward to watching Thor Ragnarok with her. <laughs> oh, she is going to love Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah, because the, the, the puny god bit in the Avengers Assemble, you know, when, when the Hulk smashes Loki into the floor. Yeah. <laughs> she made me rewind that about ten times. She just could not stop laughing. <laughs> it is so fun. Now, okay, I forgot the, what's the, what's the name of the song on Ragnarok? Because you've seen Ragnarok, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's the name of the song when they're fighting on the bridge? Uh, the Immigrant Song by Led Zeppelin. There we go. Yeah, man. Oh, that such was an awesome, an awesome freaking placement. Yeah, that yeah. That was an awesome <laughs> placement, man. Yeah. Yeah, that cost them a lot of money, but it was worth oh, it every had penny. To. <laughs> it had to. Cause I, that's a, yeah. I mean, I'm imagining that they, but the thing is, what is money to them? 
Like, no matter what figure they threw out, they'd be like, get it out of the coffee tray. We're good. Give it to them. Yeah. They got the Disney money. What? I couldn't. When it started, I said, this is so out of normal for a Marvel movie for this to be the song of a. Normally, they'd have like orchestration and big. Yeah. Someone would have just orchestrated it, but they just played that. I was like, oh my God. Oh. <laughs> it was so tight, man. Oh, it was it, so good. They used it so it well. Was, so, okay. No, I'm sorry for spoilers. You might want to turn off your ears, everybody. So, is this hammer gone? Uh, yeah, I believe it, it is. Be, huh? I believe it is for now. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. yeah. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, well, I mean, it's all about Infinity War, isn't it? There's lots of uh, speculation about yeah. what's going to happen, you know, who's going to make it out the other side of it and stuff like that. So, yeah, I don't know, man. All right, we want we want to put your stake in the sand, Johnny Bugs. Who is dying in Infinity Wars? <laughs> put your stake in the sand. Uh, right, okay. Well, I'm pretty, pretty sure we're going to see the last of Steve Rogers. Okay. Um, I think Chris Evans has come out and said, that's it. He kind of alluded to it. Yeah. And possibly Robert Downey Jr. as well as Tony Stark. Oh, you're thinking two people are going. Yeah, I think, I think it's one way or another. We could see a lot of the phase one guys phased out. <laughs> wow. <laughs> because, yeah, I think, well, you know, they're not getting any younger, are they? And, that's um, true. That's true. And I don't know. I was chatting with somebody the other day. There was this mad idea that, um, is it Shuri from Black Panther? Yes, yes. She's in the States now, yeah, at the end of the sh- end of the film. Sure is. Spoilers, everybody. I mean, if you haven't seen Black Panther yet. Oh, what's, you're what's one your of problem? the three people, yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's not a major spoiler anyway, but she ends up in, in, in the States, right? She's yes. not in Wakanda. Mm-hmm. So, what are the odds of her and Tony Stark having a conversation? Oh, my God, that conversation. That and conversation. You, yeah. They've got to, haven't they? They have she's to. Got, she, they've got to try and outbrain each other, right? Oh, man, that was going to be amazing. But I, if, if you know what's going on in the, in, the, in the mainstream Marvel comics in the last couple of years with the Iron Man title... Oh, I haven't. Right. Even, I don't even know about that. Well, you've got a young black female taking on the Iron Man role. Oh, what if they do it? Yeah. What? Possibly. If they do- I don't know. It'd be pretty insane if they did. It'd be great. See, I thought maybe they were going to say, okay, look, because I thought Steve Rogers is done because of what Captain America has been, or what uh, Chris Evans has been saying. But I thought mm-hmm. maybe. With Chris Evans gone, um, Bucky steps in, steps in, and with yep. But now that you're saying Iron Man gone, wouldn't that mean Spider Man steps in? Like, is he the guy now, or do you think it has to be someone technical? I think there's too much story to tell as with with Peter Parker. That's true. You know, although they have kind of hinted at the Miles Morales thing, haven't they? With um, um, Donald Glover's character in Homecoming. They have hinted at it. That's true. That and, he's his uncle or whatever. And he's too new. He couldn't lead the Avenger. He is too young. No, no, that's so, something for for down the line. But yeah, it would have to yeah. be someone. Because I mean, if they kill Iron Man, I mean they've hidden it well then. Because that's a big 
okay, Downey's not in for the next few years. Like, he's not signing up for the next Iron Man type thing. Yeah. I mean, that would be a shot across the bow to DC saying, we could even do this and we'll beat you still. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, everyone was expecting Panther to be big, but it's it's just been crazy massive and and it deserves to be oh for sure it's the i mean it's the it's officially the biggest yeah yeah the biggest thing and there's no touch in marvel dc oh, are, man. are so far behind now it's it's a joke i mean i mean do, do you think it's a they, shame they, it's i mean a real what shame. could they have done though what could dc have done to actually be on par with marvel now do you think they just did some missteps or you think they just wasted so many years doing nothing yeah. that what Marvel was like, oh, we set up too much. We have too much history now. Yeah, I think it's both. I think that's the problem. They're up against both of those issues. They've they've they left it too late. Um and when they did move, they moved in the wrong direction. It's true. It's you true. know? It's true. It's it's it struck me that they're a little bit certainly to start off with, they were kind of it came across to me like they were a little bit embarrassed about the characters that they owned. Oh, they felt they had to, yes. you know, I don't know if it was more on the Warners side of things, but there was a sense that they were a little bit like, oh, these these characters could be a bit hokey. You know, we, we need to do something really dramatic and serious with them. Which kind of worked out during the Dark Knight movies. But it's it started to seem like a little bit of, uh, well, certainly I think, I think Man of Steel was where it started to go wrong where they, they tried to do a Dark Knight thing with Superman. And it just, for me, it just doesn't work with that character. And um, and I think, they've, I think they've been going down the blind alley ever since. You're right about Man of Steel. Because I, I haven't seen it, but all my friends were like, it was dark. And I said, was it? And they're like, yeah, it was yeah. really dark. And he really, yeah. he really doesn't do really anything. Dark. Yeah, I, I didn't get to see it. Superman, you see, he's, he's such a colorful character. In the comic books, it, and he, it, it's um, it's such a shame. I mean, there's there's this there's this big thing, you know, DC versus Marvel, and the social media's really seem to have blown that up into being a big thing, right? Uh, whereas for me, it's you know, I've had people say, "Are you DC or are you Marvel? What side are you on?" It's like I'm, I like comic books, man. I like all of it. So you know, I like DC, I like Marvel, I like the 2008 stuff, the British stuff, I like. All kinds of stuff. If, if it's a good comic book, I like it. And I want all the films to be good. It's It saddens me, really, that the DC stuff, for me, just isn't... It, it, it just isn't working. I want there to be amazing Batman films. I want there to be amazing Superman films. I really want there to be an amazing Green Lantern film. Oh, yes. Um, but, you know, it, it's just sadly, for whatever reason, I think they're just making the wrong choices i mean i think it's a once it was it was marvel it was the behemoth that marvel became that it just got worse and worse for dc they're like okay let's try this yeah and then marvel beat them up okay let's try this and then marvel destroyed them and they're like okay yeah we got to go overboard and just do a batman versus superman that was the only chance they had and it was okay i liked it more than most i yeah. liked it more than most but i think i was comparing it to what i thought it was going to be I was like, oh, this is going to be terrible. And it wasn't. No. That's all I would say. It wasn't terrible. Although some people say it was terrible. Do you think it was terrible? No. No, I don't. Um, 
but I I came to it late. Oh, okay. Um, and I I you know, and I'd heard all the oh, it's awful, it's awful, because Man of Steel really set me back. You know, <laughs> you I, were I, not buying it anymore, huh? I was so disappointed, man. It was um, that was a big day actually, Man of Steel Day when that came out. Um, there was a a, a local sci-fi convention that happens. It's just a small one down here in Kent in, in, in England um, called Sci-Fi by the Sea in a, in a nearby oh, cool. town, right? Mm-hmm. And, it was, and it was out in a, uh, in a big field behind a, behind a school. And it was there, I think that they only, was, was it the first year they ran it? Or the first or second year they'd run it? And so me and Big Mick and my son, uh, we're called the Big Brothers Club because we're all big brothers, <laughs> right? Cool. So every every now and then we'll have a Big Brothers Club day out. And we went to this sci-fi convention together, which was great. There's people walking around there cosplaying and there's they had some, you know, people signing autographs. But it was like, you know, third stormtrooper from the left type of guys from the films. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They didn't really yeah. have any big names. But a lot of these these cat these guys that do the convention circuit, you know. Anyway, so we had this fantastic day at this thing, at this convention. And then it was like, right, and we're going to cap it all off and go and see Man of Steel. So uh, we drove to a nearby town, went to the cinema, uh, you know, and it just totally killed the buzz that we were on. Of course. <laughs> you know, we really wanted to like it. It was a, it was like the Phantom Menace all over again. It was like, I really, really <laughs> want to like it. I really want to like it. <laughs> I just couldn't. I just couldn't like it. It was such a shame. I mean, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it quite yet, and and so do you? Should I? Yeah, you should see it. <laughs> You're like, check it out. Yeah, you, it's well. It was just how I felt like with with Batman versus Superman because by the time I got round to seeing it, I kind of knew what I was going to see. Um, but I felt I should still see it. I don't know. It depends how pressed for time you are in your life in general. <laughs> I no, mean, I I'm can get, totally see I, it. I can I, totally I'm getting I'm getting to a point now where it's like. Man, I don't think I've got two hours to waste on on something that I'm not going to dig at all. You know, that is hilarious. <laughs> it's like with TV. It's like that with TV shows. People sort of say, "Oh yeah, check out this TV show." If I, I watch the first episode, if I'm not into it, I'm not gonna. Uh, uh, and that's not entirely true, but <laughs> I, I have been urged to continue. But a lot of the times now, I'll be like, "Nah, I'm out. I haven't got time." to invest, you know, hours and hours of my precious life in what is something that's just okay. That's it's, the, it's the good thing is that there's so much choice of really good quality programs now. So you can sort of pick things up and drop them. Totally. Um, I mean, I, I don't understand why people say, okay, give it five episodes. I'm like, yeah, man, come on. Five yeah. episodes. That's like a long, <laughs> if, it, if it's an hour long Thing, it's five hours that I got to give it before it yeah. starts going. No, yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah, uh-uh. exactly. So if you really, and you know, have it on in the background or something, man. You know, if you're doing something else, you know, if you if you if you're doing some ironing or <laughs> I don't know, just doing something around the house, <laughs> or just want something kind of in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just just whack man of steel on if it happens to be on. You know, or if or, is- or if you're having trouble sleeping, you know. <laughs> Yeah, that'll do the best job, of course, of course. Now, um, before, we, here's what I want to do. Look, Johnny Bucks 
is a busy man, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> but he has a chance to look at and watch and enjoy some amazing programming and movies. This week, Johnny Bucks, what have you watched that tickled your fancy or didn't tickle your fancy? <laughs> well, I've been quite lucky on that front because I've been well and truly tickled all week. Oh, Steve. wow. It's been, yeah, it's been good. Um, like I say, I've been doing the big Marvel rewatch, which has been mm-hmm. incredible fun. Great seeing things like, oh man, Captain America kicking ass in, um, oh, dude. in all those films, particularly Age of Ultron, man. I know a lot, of, uh, a lot of people were down on that film, man. It was Cap a fun film. film. It's the beast. Oh man. The stuff it, he's doing. Oh, it was a it's, fun film. And I still gasp when it gets to the um, the big bit at the end, you know, when you get that huge composite shot of them all fighting those. Oh, my God. Ultra- and, oh, and when uh, Tony honestly. deflects one of his things off of his shield. Oh, oh my God, man. Kept spinning through the air and the vision's Come like on. going through people. And oh, God, man. That so was like all my childhood dreams come realized. I remember in the cinema just go <gasps> and I, I have done ev- every time I watch that scene I still gasp it's incredible so that's a fun and movie, Ant-Man yeah. what a great film Ant-Man is oh it's fun it's, it's totally so good fun. it's so good it's it's a fully realized version of what that would be like yeah and I was like oh they fully the did it they're like great. this is what would happen if this person yeah. had the power I'm like, yeah, Amazing. that would be an issue. Those problems you run into. <laughs> really? Yeah. And they got Michael Douglas? Oh. Come on. What? And the way they de-aged him as well. Oh, man. The way they de-aged Michael Douglas. That was incredible. Oh, that's... Th- you look, that was probably the best looking I've seen. Yeah. Yeah, that's hard to do. That's very that was hard. really, that's a, really cool. I forgot you would have to watch that. Uh, show your daughter that for the Avengers. Yeah, yeah. Would, I forgot about that. So, yeah, she really enjoyed that one. Has she watched all the Thors yet? No, we haven't gone right back to the very beginning. Um, And, you know, some of them, I'm kind of, there's some content in there that I'm still a little bit, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because they're all like, they're all like 12s. She's eight. So there's, you know, like Spider-Man Homecoming. I was thinking, yeah, we'll watch that. I watched it again this week. And thought, actually, there's a few bits in here that I'm not sure. Just a few kind of more adult references and stuff Uh like that. Nothing major. Uh, Where I'm thinking, yeah, I might just sort of give her the the clip notes on this one, you know. Totally. Because the funny thing is, like, when you have a child, and people without children, uh, when you have a child, you watch a movie and you say, oh, this is fine. Then you watch it with them. Then all the the things happen. You're like, wait. I forgot about that. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, but when oh. you watch it the first time, you're like, this is fine for him or her. Then you watch yeah. it with them. You're like, oh my gosh. Oh my yeah, gosh. Exactly. I forgot about this. <laughs> so it changes your whole view. But it's wonderful. The It's wonderful seeing it through her eyes as well. You know, Oh, with that, yeah. that sort of childlike awe or uh, what's going on, you know, without mm-hmm. any kind of cynicism. So yeah, that's been really awesome. Okay. Um, I, I've also watched the good place. Oh, dude, what a freaking show. You seen it, yeah? Of course. <laughs> oh, what a good show that is. Oh, it's so great, isn't it? Gosh, I mean, I, I have Man. to catch up because I watched okay. uh, season one and two. 
Is that yeah. all there is, or is there the? That's three? all there is. Well, that's all we've got here. I think. I think. Yeah, I think season three's out in September or something this year. Oh, the end of season <laughs> one. Oh, that spo- curveball. I was like, oh, oh spoilers. Yeah, my. spoiler warning. Spoiler <laughs> warning. Okay, people, turn it off. If you <laughs> yeah. haven't seen the Good Place, turn this off. Yeah, because it's all that about the twists and twist. turns. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. And then Brilliant. you look back and you're like, did they plan that the whole show? Oh, totally. Because if you watched it again. It's perfect. Oh. <laughs> All the I reaction mean, shots and everything suddenly take on an entirely new meaning. It's so good. How good do you have to be to write that? I mean, if you didn't like Kristen Bell before this, this show, oh. it's over. You're going to love her after watching this show. She's Everyone's so amazing in it. Everyone's so good. They're all of them are so good. I mean, Ted dancing, man. When, when, um, what's the guy he was talking about? How I forgot what real realism she, she put in his head. Like everything's not about me or something. And he just had to shrink back and lay on a dude's lap. I was like, oh, Ted dancing <laughs> is so good. Yeah. Yeah. He's so great. <laughs> so yeah. What a show. You know, it's been a while. I mean, you know, I was obviously a big fan of Cheers back in the day. And oh, yeah, like everybody yeah. was, you know, it's just a, a classic. And it's so nice to have that man back on the screen being funny and doing he's doing great. what he does so well, man. He's so great. He's. Re- I, I think I think I realized he was funny on Curb. When I watched Curb Your Enthusiasm, I was like, oh, Ted Dance is funny. I didn't know. Right, I thought right. he was just a straight actor since Cheers. You know, like Cheers, I'm like, yeah. But he was kind but, of there to sort of facilitate everybody else being funny, exactly. wasn't he? Exactly. That's what I thought. Yes. Everyone in it's great. I mean, Gianyu, that dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> Spoilers. That's another twist. Uh, that reveal. Oh, my you know? <laughs> that God. That was insane. Oh, it was so good. Guys, if you're not watching this show, watch it. This isn't one of those ones where you're going to be like, I'll give it five episodes, literally. If you're not into this by the end of episode one, then, yeah, move on. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's not a, oh, wait, um, it doesn't get, no, it, from Jump, it goes. Oh. It goes. Yeah. It yeah, starts, it really oh, that's me. a great show. So, hey, Johnny Bucks is giving his, his stamp of approval on Good Place. Watch it. Yeah, man, two thumbs up on that one. What else? Have, I've been quite busy this week watching stuff. Um, Ash versus Evil Dead. Oh man, I'm catching up on it. I'm catching. I'm at the part where um, <laughs> I'm where they he was in a junkyard and the they tossed the book into the trunk, thinking that they're going to toss it away forever. That's oh yeah, where I'm at. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> where the car that car attack was incredible, <laughs> incredible. I mean, oh my! I bought it. It could have been so corny. It could have been yeah. so corny. <laughs> so d- does it continue to get as, to, to be as good as it is right now? Oh, yeah. It's it's just fantastic stuff. Again, it's like The Good Place. It's like under half an hour per episode. So, you know, it's, it's lean. It's straight to the point, you know, storytelling-wise. There's no... I mean, that's what I like about The Good Place as well. It's so well crafted oh goodness you know it, you couldn't trim any fat off of that show and it's the same it's the same with ash it's it's just the pure hit of just completely over the top bonkers 
comedy horror. Because when it's funny, it's so funny. And when it's mm-hmm. scary, it's terrifying. Terrifying. Right? <laughs> that terrifying. demon dude, right? Jeez I, Louise. The, it's, it's the first show since I was a, a child that's given me nightmares. It is a creepy show. I mean, <laughs> when it gets scary, it's when people are in danger, they're in danger. It's true danger. Oh, man. Spoilers, so everybody, if you haven't seen it. But there is... I think that there's this demon that turns up in the first season. Oh, my You know God. the one I mean? The, yep. With the teeth? That's all, like, juddering and shaking? Yep. Oh, mate, that gave me bad dreams for about a week. Like that would speed up on you? Oh. I'm like, man, this is weird, man. That was the <laughs> most scariest thing I've seen on TV. But the next minute, you're just laughing so yes. hard. But that's what me, Dan and I were talking about. Evil Dead is legit scary. Yeah. That's, that movie is not, it's a legitimately creepy movie. So they just oh, yeah. brought it into a show now. What a show that is, man. Yeah, again, a brilliant cast. Bruce Campbell, obviously, is a god. Oh, come <laughs> on. But it's a bad name. That's it. Bad yeah. name. It's, if, if people were like, Ash vs. Evil Dead, I'm good. It's just a <laughs> bad name. That's it. If you watch the show, it's great. I mean, it's mental. You've seen the Morgue episode, right? Which one was the Morgue episode? <laughs> oh, maybe if you're asking that question, you haven't seen oh, it. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. That's true. <laughs> I can't wait. I cannot wait because once I start going, I just go and go and go and go. Oh, it's the most disgusting thing I've ever seen on a TV show <laughs> or even wait. in any movie. <laughs> yeah. I cannot uh, wait. People out there, you know what I'm talking about if you've seen it. All I have to say is the morgue scene. But yeah, oh, you brace yourself wait. for that one, Steve. You're going to love it. Cannot wait. <laughs> Ash vs. Evil Dead, Ash vs. Evil Dead, yeah, season three. Two thumbs up. Yeah, oh, it's, it's great. It's great. Um, I know that there's some talk of it not making it out of the out of this season, um, because it hasn't got a lot of viewers, which is a real shame. Uh, I think it's on Stars, isn't it? Ash isn't coming back. Uh, it does end up on Netflix, but but yeah, I think they've got quite low. So I've heard there's quite low rate uh, viewing ratings for it, and stars this season, season three, have been sort of moving it around the schedule a little bit and putting it in weird time slots and up against other TV shows. I think I think the premiere was up against the Oscars or the the first episode of Walking Dead or something like that. It's almost like the the network, uh, 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 well, they're not doing it any favours, put it that way, from what I'm hearing. Thank you. So I think think they've written, they've deliberately written the end of this season three, the final episode, to be the final episode, if if that's what it comes to. Oh, no. But, but if they, but I listened to an interview on, um, on The Nerdist with uh, Bruce Campbell, and, um, he says that if they get bum- if they if they lose the TV show, then they'll make another movie. So you're going to get more Evil Dead one way. Or the oh, other. it's over. They're, and Campbell can like since Campbell and Sam Raimi, they could get the money. They'll get the oh, money, yeah. and they could use they can make little go far because they do so many practical mm. effects. They're fine. I mean, we've seen CGI in the show, but it's not a major part. No, not at all. I mean, that's what makes it so spooky. Those demon like when they put a like the demon mask on a woman's face that's been possessed, you're like, oh my God, 
Yeah. That looks scary, my lord. Like the, the police officer in the first season. Yes, yes. Oh, she was terrifying when she changed. Totally. Ter- all of them were terrifying. Yeah. I couldn't believe she, like, I thought she was going to last for a long time. Oh, yeah. don't want to ruin it for everybody. Watch it. Watch it, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah, people don't hang around long. They're not afraid to bump people off on that show. Nope. So, yeah, talking of, like, zombie dead things, uh, Walking Dead. Uh-huh. I'm still watching it. I know Dan bailed, didn't he, after a while? Oh, he bailed a while. Do you still watch it? You have to stick it out on this one. I think so. I mean, it's not... Okay, look. You could tell when Negan's not on screen, it takes a hit. When he's not on an episode, the show takes a hit. I like Negan a lot. I think Negan is incredible. But how long are they going to string us along without killing him are you uh, do you read the comic books i don't read the comic books okay interesting because i do i think it helps if you've read the books as far as your um patience with the storytelling pace in the show itself goes okay okay you see what i mean there's probably a more succinct way to put that but i think having read the book even though they diverge from it quite a lot I think having read it, certainly for me, helps me kind of with the weight. Because the all-out war arc in the books went on for quite a long time. So you're kind of prepared for this taking a while in the show if you've read the books. Oh. But I think, But I think for a lot of people that obviously the majority of people haven't. So I think to to a lot of viewers, it's like, oh man, this has been going on for so long now. I'm, I'm, I'm had enough of it, you know? Yes, I read the compendium, that's it. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, that's and then it stopped there, but I never went yeah. on and kept on going. Well, yeah. and, so, and so, but what would you say for people who are wanting to bail on this season? What is what is there, what do you think, hey, stick around because it gets better or do you think it's going to be slow for a while? It's difficult to say because... I mean, if it, if it runs anything like the, the, the story in the comics, we are getting towards the end of it now. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if things are, are looking to be tied up towards the end of this season, to be honest. Okay. I think they're going to not... I think they're going to miss a trick if they don't, to, to be honest. But as I say, it does diverge from the comic storylines quite a lot. Um so you can never be sure. Spoiler alert, everybody! But does Carl die in the comics? Not yet. Oh, really? Yep. So you were surprised. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's yeah, which interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, there's no Daryl in the comics. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. And Daryl's Carol, a good addition. Yeah, Carol dies really early on. Okay. Uh, in the comic book. So, uh, and there's, there's, um, there's other characters that were, that are still around from earlier in the show. So, you know, there are these quite significant changes. See, from, I, I from remember the when the guy, um, older dude and the black dude got beheaded outside the prison in the comic book. Oh, and I was yeah, like, whoa, yeah. that shocked yeah. me. But it didn't happen yeah. in the... 
I thought it was going to happen in the show, but they just let him die in the car peacefully. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. oh, well, I mean, the beheading was yeah. a shocker in the comic. Yeah. I was like, whoa. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That was so. crazy. But yeah, it's, um, I, I, I've actually, you know, I mean, I've, I, I've been, I listen to quite a lot of podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, and The Walking Dead was one of the first shows that I started listening to podcasts about. Okay. And I listened to some really good ones and there's um, a whole range of sort of opinions and stuff. But a lot of people, are, even some of those podcasts are, 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 are sounding like they're fed up now. You know, they're kind of tired of it. I think the ratings are gradually, you know, they keep dropping. So I don't really know what the what the future is going to look like for, for Walking Dead. But Fear the Walking Dead seems to be on the rise. The, it the got spin-off so show. much better. It got now, so yeah, much this better. Is, see, this is what I've heard because I haven't watched the last season yet. Oh man, it got. I watched so the first much season better. and it was a it was really disappointing. I watched the second season and that was much better. And I've all I've heard is that this third season is really really good. So it is. I need it is. and it, and the new one's coming up soon, so I need to catch up on that. But I did like that a lot. It was very was it- different. I did. I'm loving this season of Walking Dead, though. Like, even though I have some issues, I think this is a great season. Yeah, definitely. I don't know what people expect from this. It's a it's a story about not just killing zombies. It's a story about what happens if you're in this life. What's next? One day you're okay. We get it. You kill zombies. But then what? What then? And I think that's the interesting question. You know, is Jeffrey Dean Morgan right? Is he right? Yeah. Is he correct in how he's going about things? Because it's starting to look like maybe he is. You know, he makes great points being like, you're getting everyone killed. I'm not. My people are alive. Yours aren't. I'm like, you know what? Well, <laughs> he's yeah. kind of right. But yeah, then you've got this whole stuff with um, Simon and that going on as well, haven't you? Oh, I mean, how good man. is how good is Stephen Ogg in this show? Doing a great job <laughs> of being a person you would despise. Oh, he's great. Oh, he has the face for it too. But yeah, he's doing a great job, and he's gonna die horribly. I'm predicting it. He's gonna die horribly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're gonna make a big deal of that one. I think it's actually got better in in more recent episodes than it's been for a while. Totally. Um, I think a lot of people have bailed on it at the wrong point, possibly. But um, hey, you can always go back and binge these days, can't you? So it doesn't really matter so much. Yes, sir. Walking Dead, Bucks and I give it two thumbs up again. Yeah, I'm, I'm still there. I'm still still with it. I'm one nice. of the few, I think, still standing on that one. And what else have I watched? Oh, yeah, something completely different. This is England, which is a... A British film um, and then a subsequent TV series. Um, it was it came out a way back, um, but it's got Joe Gilgan in it from Preacher. So there's the link. Wait a minute. Wait yeah. a minute. <laughs> now my son actually switched me onto this. My son, he's been on at me for weeks to say, Dad, 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 you got to watch This Is England. It's it's so good. There's so much I want to talk to you about. So I knew it was pretty grim, possibly. Um, it's, it's one of these sort of 
uh, slice of life things. Okay. Um, okay. Looking at the lives of people growing up in, in fairly tough conditions in the north of England in the 1980s and uh, sort of gritty British drama kind of thing, you know, um, which I tend to, pref- I tend to like to escape life when I'm watching TV or a movie. So I've always been, it's kind of like, I want to be transported somewhere else. That's why I like science fiction and, you know, because it's, I want to go somewhere else and see something that I couldn't see walking down the street. But every now and then it's good to watch something that's a little bit more real. So you've got that contrast. So I was like, yeah, okay, let's watch it. And it had Joe Gilgan in. I was like, yeah, I want to see him in this. Oh, it's for sure. Um, For sure. And yeah, it's dark. It's, it's dark and it's, it's hard to watch in places. Um, it's essentially about a young boy who uh, I think he's about 13, uh, who lives on a, 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 a tough estate in the North of England. And he ends up kind of falling in with a, a bunch of guys that sort of initially are out to protect him from other bullies. Uh, but then this group of guys that he starts hanging around with become co-opted by a far right guy. So like a, 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 a skinhead guy, like a sort of a, a race, a racist skinhead dude who they all know. And he kind of comes and takes, he kind of comes in and sort of takes over the group and goes on a big tirade about, um, you know, immigrants and this, that and the other. And basically has got a very sort of far right stance and splits the group who half of them follow him and the other half don't want to. And one of the members of the group is a is a black dude, mm-hmm. and there's some very uncomfortable scenes where everyone's trying to balance their their sense of friendship against their fear of this dude that's coming in and and like bullying everybody. It's definitely worth a watch. It's a it's a hard hitting film, but it's got some really funny moments in it too. Um, a lot of them are down to Joe Gilgan being Joe Gilgan. <laughs> That guy's just so awesome. Of course. Yeah, to be a monster. <laughs> of course. You know, he's kind of him in whatever he does. But I can't get enough of him. You know, he's he's just so funny. He actually sent me and my son on a little bit of a... Uh, down a sort of Joe Gilgan YouTube rabbit hole. Because <laughs> uh, uh, my son hasn't seen Preacher yet. So I was, I was kind of like, look, you've got to... I had to show him the scene on the plane from the first episode. Because I said, you've got to see this, man. You've got to see this dude in action in this program. And then we ended up trying to... I found a couple of interviews with, with him on the red carpet when he was talking about Preacher. You've probably seen some of those interviews. Yes, yes. And he's the guy's just hilarious, right? He's a natural. <laughs> he's a natural. Oh, he's so great. He and um, And then... We, and then the, the funniest thing was we stumbled across, it's out there on YouTube, someone, uh, Joe Gilgan hit my car on his bicycle. <laughs> and it's footage from some guy's dashboard camera as he's driving around town. He pulls up, after a few minutes, he pulls up at a junction. There's this bang and you see this guy on a bicycle bump into the front of his car. And it's Joe Gilgan. <laughs> It's real? Yeah, he's in like cycling gear and a oh cycling helmet. And he just, gosh. <laughs> he sort of like what? crashes into the front of the car and he's like, oh, sorry, mate. And then he disappears out of shot again. 
And oh, it's just the funniest thing. Man. What? <laughs> the guy just goes on driving. Insane. It's definitely him. <laughs> oh my gosh. But that yeah, is hilarious. So yeah, it is good. <laughs> I'll send you the link and put it in yes, the show. Yes, please do. That is hilarious. <laughs> so yeah, for you preacher fans out there, yeah, it's a classic bit of Joe Gilgan. It's uh, really good. But yeah, this is England. Um, the films, I think the first one's, oh, I don't want to get this wrong now, 83? Yeah, because I'm exactly the same age as this kid in it. I said to my son, oh yeah, I was his age then. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. That's when you know we're aging up there because they're like, oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so that was the movie. And then the, the, the first season of the TV show is set a few years later in 86. And then there's 90, I think. Um, so there's it sort of time jumps a little bit and you follow those same characters and their story through. It's a good bit of British drama. Where where can we find it? The movie's on UK Netflix, so it might be on your Netflix. Okay. Um, the TV show you can access here in the UK through All4, which is uh, Channel 4's website, um, which is a TV station here. But yeah, this is England. Definitely worth another two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. This is England movie and show. What else you got, brother? Um. Oh, the Detectorists. Yeah, tell me. You were saying something about this. Please explain to our listeners what that is. Okay, the Detectorists is um a British comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, half hour episodes, as is as is traditional. Um, there's three seasons of it. On Netflix, I believe. Um, certainly on Netflix in the UK. And it's a wonderful British comedy. It's It kind of sums up... It's, it's the quintessential British subtle comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's like an ode to the English countryside as well. It's beautifully made, beautifully shot. Um, the guy behind it and who stars in it is Mackenzie Crook, who you might okay. know from... Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, the UK Office. Have you ever seen oh, the UK wow. version of the Office? Which 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 character is he? He's the guy that plays Gareth. Oh, my, the skinny guy. The skinny guy, yeah, with a bowl head haircut. Oh my gosh! Yes, okay, okay. He has written and and directed and stars in this in this wonderful show, The Detectorists. Wow. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> Toby Jones is in it as well who you might know from, oh, what was he? He's been in loads of things. He was in the Dad's Army movie that they made, um, which is based on another classic British sitcom. Well, not sitcom, but comedy. Um, He was in Captain America, the first Avenger. He was a Hydra scientist. Oh, wow. Okay. And he's been in Sherlock. And he's, he's a great actor. Anyway, he's been loads of... There's people okay. going to be shouting down, shouting at their uh, iPod player at the moment. Of he all was the, in yeah. this, he yeah, was yeah. in this. Oh, yeah, he's, yeah, he's an amazing sure. actor, British uh-huh. actor. He's great. He's been in loads of things. Um, and basically, it's those two guys, and and they are metal detectorists, okay? Which is, the show points out, is the correct term. Uh, so they're guys that go out with a metal detector looking for treasure. That's their hobby. Um. And they're part of a little club in the village that they live in with with other metal detectorists. Um, 
and it's a lot of it is just them out in the fields in the it seems to always be shot in the summertime so there's bird song and there's the breeze in the trees and the sunshine in the beautiful green british countryside and it's just about their little their lives and their worries and their little it's very gentle very subtle beautifully played very very funny um yeah and it's a sort of study in a lot of of what's wonderful about about england really the countryside um and the people the the sort of everybody in it generally is pretty nice and um and 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 a likable character you you kind of like these people and you want to see them sort of do well um but it's it's very kind of um very much a study of that kind of slightly eccentric hobbyist kind of mindset you know when people get into a particular so hobby do and so it's possible that they do you're yeah. not going to ruin it but they might find some fairly uh valuable they might. stuff they might the show. yeah there's there's the <laughs> there's there's always that possibility, <laughs> but um, yeah, but yeah, right. it's kind of you're rooting for them and you want them to find something, you know. I haven't watched the show and I'm rooting for them. Oh, mate, really? Honestly, I can't recommend it highly enough. It's such a lovely, lovely program. And now, how do we find it? Um, again, it is on a it's on UK Netflix, so um, it might be available on okay. on yours. I'm not sure. We have. You know the content is quite different. I know that I know US Netflix is uh, you've got a much bigger library than than, than we have in the, on the UK one. I know there are ways of <laughs> of, of getting US Netflix. Oh wait, and, you know uh, it's, we, it's on it. It's on it. it. It's, I just checked on Netflix. Detectorist oh, is on Netflix. There you go. There you go. Everybody in America, watch it and uh, and let me know yes. what you think. Representing. You know, England and English life in in that sort of environment. You've got, <laughs> well, this is England, and then you've got the detectorists. You're kind of getting the yin and yang of of English life. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, it's funny because when you right when you said it's people that you're rooting yeah. for, that's what was made it. That I love the Office, the UK version. I think it's amazing. Yeah. And I was like, how do they make you love a, a show that you're not rooting for really anybody? All of them. I like to root for someone normally, so it's good to know that this one is like you're rooting for these guys. Even though I love the Office because somehow he made the magic trick of making you root for this guy, even though you can't stand him. You rooted for him for the best. I mean, the end broke my heart. The last episode uh. of that show broke my heart. And I couldn't stand the guy, but it broke but my heart. But that's the genius, I think, of of the David Brent character and Ricky Gervais's is portrayal of that character, is that it it when he's just when he he just keeps talking when he should shut up, <laughs> but he's got the look in his eyes of I know, please stop me. Oh. Do you know what I mean? You can see in his eyes that he that you he knows really. that he's just ex- he's he's, oh. he's just digging himself deeper and deeper, and he's a drowning man. And you can see it in his eyes that he knows he knows he's an arsehole. Gosh. You know, what I mean? such a good and even the two hour special or the movie special was so good. 
Oh, did you see the life on the road? Yes, it was oh, so my good. God. And it made me feel better at the end. There's something about that character, it just makes me cry. Oh, yeah. It's right? Yeah. There was there was a scene, spoilers everybody, if you haven't seen David Brent Life on the Road. But of all the films, I really wasn't expecting a film like that to, to bring me move me to tears. Mm-hmm. But there's that one scene when he's in a bar and it's about halfway through the film. And he's talking to their tour manager guy. And oh, uh yeah. and the guy and the guy turns around to me and goes, I like you. And it just broke my heart, man. Gosh. It just, I was, from that point right through to the end of the film, I spent like the last 45 minutes just in a mess. It was a, <laughs> oh, because at the end when they all just said, we're going to hang with you because we want to. Yeah. We don't yeah. have to now. Oh. We're coming to enjoy a beer with you. I'm like, that little tiny yeah. thing yeah. was the world to him. He's like, what, you guys oh, just It was me? so beautiful. Oh. Yeah. What a, what a good movie that was. Yeah, yeah, that's that I love that. I really Ricky love that. Gervais, I mean he he made a magic trick cuz normally the movies can be corny. Yeah. Like and he did it. Yeah, it's quite difficult. A lot of British um comedies struggle to translate into film. Yes. Um something seems to go wrong and they and they, it doesn't it doesn't sort of translate properly, but but that one was cracking. That was really good. It was amazing. It was, it was I, a I'd great film. It was a lot better than I, I expected it to be. I would watch him again. Remember when he made the surprise appearance on The Office? Oh, what, the American one? Yes. I, I've only ever seen a few of those. I've not seen many of the American version. He showed think, up in I, an elevator with, okay. with the new guy. <laughs> right, right. So Excellent. Good. So oh, good. Have to look that one and up. so it made me feel good to know they were in the same universe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh that's yeah. great. It's funny. I was listening. I was listening to an interview with Mackenzie Crook, um, uh, the guy from the Detectorists and, and yeah. the Office, um, and he was asked if he'd seen the American Office, and um, I think he'd like me. He'd only watched the first part of the first season, and apparently that's not that great. It it was sort of from the second season onwards. It it, it got a lot better because it decided to become its own thing. Totally. It wasn't just a sort of remake of, of the British office. It became its own show and found its own vibe, you know? Yes, yes. That's, totally. that, I literally just heard that this week. So, again, that's another one that's now back on the list of things to, to try and catch up with. Oh, you would love it. You would love it. So, uh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, please watch uh, The Detectorist, which yeah. is on... It's on um, Netflix for us. This is England. We're going to have to find because it's not on Netflix. But watch okay. The Detectorist because uh, we, um, Johnny Bucks, give it two thumbs up. Oh, yeah. If I had more limbs, uh, there'd be more thumbs. <laughs> it, it gets all the thumbs, that show. It's great. That's awesome. That's <laughs> What else What else you got, brother? Um, the only other thing really that, that, that stood out this week was uh, the trailer for Infinity War. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, man. It's going to be great. It's going to be gr- I mean, even little comedy notes they put in where he's like, "Hi, I'm Doctor Strange." And she he's and Spider-Man's like, "Oh, we're doing our our superhero name?" <laughs> yeah. Come on. And he didn't realize no, his name is really Doctor Strange. He's like, "He's Doctor Strange." <laughs> oh god, yeah. Oh, oh it's going to be good. 
but man, that Thanos looks like he's about to put a hurting on those guys. Uh, a hurting. Oh, uh, the bit. Uh, spoilers again, everybody. Go if if you're trying to avoid the uh, trailer. I don't blame you, man. The less you see, the better. But oh. but the bit when um yeah when when Steve Rogers grabs his hand, oh grabs the gauntlet. Gosh. Oh man. And it doesn't look like Thanos is trying. He hasn't yeah. tried yet. He's just kind of looking at him like, oh, how cute. But he's like, oh, look at him having a guy <laughs> oh, no. with his with his oh, with his lovely it's beard. Be bad. It's gonna be oh, bad, man. Yeah. Oh. And you see him properly smack Iron Man at one point. I mean smack oh, him to the point he goes man. sliding across the yeah. screen. Oh. Pounds him. And the bit right at the end with Spider Man spinning through all that. Oh, that debris. looks so awesome. Oh God. Honestly. It looks so awesome. Now, and here's my issue. Um, well, not my issue, but it seems as if when I was watching Ragnarok, mm-hmm. it seems like we skipped a Doctor Strange movie. How did he get so good? Yeah. Because apparently he's he's amazing at this stuff now. I don't know if they're going to address that somehow. It would be nice to get a little bit of a mention of, you know, what he's been up to. Yeah, because I don't want him to be like, on Infinity Wars, all of a sudden he's just unstoppable as Doctor yeah. Strange, and I'm like, wait, what happened? Because on yeah. the first one, he didn't quite get the greed and understand it yet. Not really. And now no. he's just amazing at it. But like you say, even in Ragnarok, he's clearly, you oh, know, man. really developed his, his powers. <laughs> A lot. I mean, he's toying with gods. Do you know? Yes, what I mean? <laughs> messing with them. Like he swings yeah. portal but, at them. Yeah, it just like dismisses Loki. It's yes. like, man, you know, wow. Come on, you got to give us something. But yeah, yeah. If yeah. he's that good, he's gonna make a big impact on the Infinity War. Like he's gonna be able to do some stuff with Thanos. He's gonna yeah. be a huge part. Well, he's carrying one of the stones, isn't he? Yes, yes. So Thanos is gonna be coming for him. Which is scary. so yeah, man. Whew. That's gonna be. It. I mean, he's gonna kill. Oh, that's the other guy. Um, what's the guy with the jewel in his head? The Vision. He might die. Donald's like, oh, oh, I think, it. yeah, I, well, that's it, yeah, he's gone, which would be, I'll be so gutted, because I love that character. <laughs> he's been one does. of does. He's been one of my favourite superheroes since I was a kid. Oh, no. And, um, yeah, that was a gasp, one of the big gasp moments in Age of Ultron, was seeing him flying in the air with the others, and it's just, oh, God, the vision. Yes, he's going to die. <laughs> I think he will. He's got to, really. If he's, if he's going to put all the stones in the gauntlet... He's got to pluck that one out of his forehead. Now, I don't think he will, though. Don't you? We're not going to see the go- the full no, gauntlet. No, because if he does, it's over. <laughs> There's no point in having another movie. It's oh, He could think people out of existence. It's over. Could that be the end of this movie, though? Oh, it could be. Because I, I, I don't know if anyone's going to actually die in this film. I think they might wait for the next one. Certainly some of the bigger names. I think I think, I think Roger, maybe I the think vision, maybe gone. the vision, and some of the the the. But you think Rogers this time? Oh, he because he hasn't signed on for anymore. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. IMDb has taken a lot of the mystery out of. <laughs> yeah. What <see>. happened? <laughs> yeah. Oh so, man, this yeah, is this is nice. the thing. This is this is the modern thing, isn't it? I mean, I was, I was, I was, I was trying to say, explain to my son. About why Star Wars is such a big deal for my generation, mm-hmm. a lot of guy, a lot of people in my generation, because we saw that film once, 
you know, and it blew our minds because it was so far ahead of anything else we'd ever seen. You know, we this, the the best sci-fi we had over here was was old school Doctor Who, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with the wobbly sets and the the low budget. You know, God bless them, they still managed to scare the crap out of me on on like <laughs> the smallest of budgets. Um, but it's all frame of reference, isn't it? We didn't know any better than that. So the suspension of disbelief was easy because um, we had nothing better to compare it to. But then Star Wars came out and it was like, oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. We'd not seen anything anywhere near that before. But we're like seven seven years old and you and you see something like that and it blows your mind. But then you can't watch it again. You know, you're seven years old unless your parents take you to the That's cinema true. again, which 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 That's wasn't true. something that that people used to do. You'd go to the cinema, you'd see the film, that was it. Yep. Then you'd have to wait four years till it was on TV. That's true. That's true. So totally true. So all we could do was buy the toys, play games. Do you know what I mean? Just sort of use our imaginations to keep the the, the film alive in our minds. True. Because there was no other way of seeing it. You could only replay it in your own brain. <laughs> yes. And then you guys argue about, no, oh, he said this. No, yeah, he said yeah. this and then that. Exactly. Totally. totally. So, so that's why we hung on to it so tight in our minds. Um, and then four years later, well, three years later, Empire came out. So we all went to see that. With the revelations and the cliffhanger in that. <laughs> And you're like, what? He's what? He said, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And, and then you've got another three years while you're trying to, you know, this still v- VHS still, still hadn't arrived. So, again, you're just waiting. And then I remember the, the a year after Empire came out, Star Wars was on TV. And most of us couldn't record it. So, again, you saw it one more time. So... It was really until after Jedi come out when most people started getting VHS and and you could then go back and and watch the films again and again. But for all those years, you know, for the best part of probably 10 years, maybe, um, before you could you could get access to video recorders and start taping stuff and watching stuff over and over. Yeah, it was all in our heads the whole time. And there was no... Uh, and, and there's no spoilers. You had no idea. Do you know what I mean? That's what true. was going to be happening. Um, whereas now, it's everything's there. And you can watch it again and again and again, you know. Totally true. I think, I think the closest thing a generation under us had, the closest thing they had was The Matrix. That was their, oh my gosh, we didn't know that could happen. How do you yeah, do exactly. that twist around yeah. camera thing? That's the closest yeah, that's thing it. they had. And I saw minds get blown. Like, I visually saw young people be like, oh, my God. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's how it must have felt. Yeah, oh, with exactly. With parents seeing us see these movies. And that's what's been really nice with my daughter, like I was saying earlier, about seeing her just gasp and, and in wonder at, at the stuff in the, the Avengers films, for example. That's you know, and just uh, and and you just see it through her eyes, and it's you know, it's so nice. It's it's seeing that that can still happen. 
you know, in this age of, of, yes. of, of, of everything, you know, the, there's no mystery anymore. No. You know, um, you know, you can watch making ofs and behind the scenes and you see set photos and you get all this stuff before you've even seen the film. Oh, and that's yes, that's you know, it, it, it can really kind of ruin the, the, the magic of a film. Yes. Or, you know, yes. um, uh, I mean, another thing I used to watch uh, when my son was younger, we used to watch Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they would have this supplemental program afterwards where it would be all about the making of it. And um, he was like, Dad, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see that because I don't I don't it's going to ruin it. I don't want to know how they made that. My son is the same way. He will not watch making of, or he would, he would only yeah. watch outtakes. He won't right, watch outtakes. Right, like funny right. bloopers. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. I can totally, yeah. I, I totally understand that point of view. I mean, I like to see all that sort of so stuff. So do I. But, I love but, seeing that. I love seeing bloopers and outtakes. But I totally respect that he doesn't want the, 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 the magic yes. to be ruined by yes. that. Totally. And we've already done, we've worried, we were in a generation where we wanted, like when Thriller came out, we saw the making of it. Oh, we wanted to see yeah. how it happened. And that <laughs> was the first big making of that everybody was like, oh my gosh. And then there's, oh, yeah. that's right, there has to be rehearsals. And oh, that's right, you have to put on the makeup. And oh, that's, that's right, it. you have to put on makeup for every phase of the transformation, like things like that. And so we were like, oh, well, we want to see the making of everything then. Making of American World from <laughs> London. We want to see the making of. We want to see the yeah, yeah. of this generation. I think they're coming up. Some of them are just like, I don't want to know the magic. I don't want to see behind the curtain. Yeah, and I like that. I'm, I'm glad that there is that. You know, because yes. when I was a kid, you didn't have any choice. There wasn't there, there wasn't any making of. That's you know, true. so That's you, true. you you kind of you you always had that. But but I was always I think maybe because of that I was always curious as to well how did they do it? That's <laughs> true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And then so, when you see it, you're like, oh, but even sometimes that's magic. Some of the Star Wars behind the scenes, that's still magic. Like, how did you make it believable, though? Because I see it on the screen and that ship does not look believable. No. You made me believe it, though. Me and uh, the big MC, we went to the Star Wars exhibition in London. This must be 10 years ago, mm-hmm. maybe longer. Um, where they had all the original props and oh ships and everything, gosh. right? Yeah, man. Um, we walked into the first exhibition room and they had concept art for for you know the the original sketches, on like on the crazy. back of napkins and stuff like that, in frames, right? And I was starting to get a little bit dizzy, just 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 in the first room, just looking at this this concept art. And then I saw through to the next hall and they had this big glass display um, table with with a big glass cover over it. And I saw the Millennium Falcon was in there, was in this display cabinet. And I thought I was going to pass out. I had to walk back out of the exhibition and go outside and get some air and pull myself together. Mick will you tell saw you. the actual Millennium it's Falcon. It's the actual, the actual thing, yeah, and it's got a big pipe in the side of it where they used to attach it to a boom, so that they could fly it about. That is crazy. It's the actual thing, man. It was they had the Star Destroyer, they had that, they had the X wings, they had everything, man. It was crazy. What really excited me was that 
this cabinet, I was like looking through the, at the Falcon and this cabinet thinking, that's it, that's the actual model. And there was a little gap between the panes of glass that made the cabinet up. Tiny, it was, you know, just a, a fraction of an inch wide. Mm-hmm. But there was a little gap. So I looked through the gap so that there wasn't anything between me and the, the Falcon. Do you know what I mean? Oh, my <laughs> Just literally, I oh wanted to just see God. it without even there being a pane of glass between me and it. Do you know what I mean? So I just peered through this little crack at it and my heart was just racing. It was insane. How crazy is Like you were that close to the thing that changed your whole youth, your movie going experience. Oh, yeah, everything. It changed, it changed my frame of reference to everything. It's like how good is anything now? Like everything was compared to that. Yeah, it just it, it gave my imagination a whole new sort of um, kick, you know. I was able to conceive of things that I couldn't even possibly think about. Even in my wildest imaginings, I couldn't have come up with the stuff in that film because I didn't have that frame of reference. I didn't have something at that level that I could then imagine from, if you see what I mean. The sort of, pla- my imagine, my sort of, what's the best way to describe it? Kind of like my, uh, my default imaginative setting was way lower than it was after I saw that film. You know, it gave, oh, it gave me a whole new frame of reference. And suddenly I could see the wobbly sets in Doctor Who that I couldn't see before. <laughs> you know what I mean? I came back to came back to everything else and was like, oh, hang on. Totally. It's like when you get an HD TV and see normal TV. You're like, oh, I can't go back to that now. <laughs> yeah. I've been exposed to something else now. So we can't go backwards. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, totally. Totally. Dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I couldn't imagine seeing it when I was young. I saw it when I was a little older. Uh-huh. So I couldn't imagine being like, seven and five years old seeing that and being like oh everything's changed it really was yeah everything's changed it it was a quantum leap from from where we were it was was massive jump i don't think there's been one as big since oh no 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 i don't think i mean i haven't seen nothing just i think the closest thing i've ever seen was avatar when i walked out of that movie i said oh I don't think we're probably going to see anything like that again. You were in a new world. You were in a brand new world that this guy created that should have been corny. Ten foot people. Yeah, Come on. yeah, yeah. And he made you believe it. He did. It was You're good. Like, oh, I'm in this world. But that's an interesting thing, Avatar, because um, it's had n- no cultural impact at all. See, I think I think it has. Really? If you're gonna, I think if you're going, to, if I say you're going to make a whole park dedicated to this, a whole section of a popular park, right. that's a cultural impact. Okay. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think it, there's only a few movies that actually. What is it? Harry Potter. <laughs> um, what what has that? Harry Potter. What else has a section of a whole amusement? Uh, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Uh, I mean, Avatar. Uh, oh, Star Wars is going to have their own. Star park, Wars has got a lot going on, yeah. Um, but that's it. Yeah, that's a huge. That's a very close family. It is, but 
it, that's coming more from the the corporate side of oh, things. Sure. I mean, Definitely. I'm talking about like from a fan point of view. I don't hear people talking about Avatar. I don't see people wearing Avatar T-shirts or. Oh no 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 or, no no! Or, it didn't have you know. It, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't have the same. There is no commercial for it. There's no commercialization that you could use for Avatar. You can't wear a, a a shirt with those people on it, the purple people. There's no thing you could grasp from it. He just left you with a feeling that you had to tell someone about, which is why it made so much money. Yeah. He had to leave and say, oh my God. It was a spectacle. You know what? That's what it is. He created a spectacle, yeah. the likes of which I hadn't seen. Even Titanic, I didn't think was impressive. That though, I was like, oh, he created... He said, let me show you how to create a world. I mean, he did it with Abyss, too. Oh. He knows how to make you believe something. Abyss, right? That's something else. Yes. I, that's something else I watched in the last couple of weeks. No. No, I've, I, really? saw, no I, saw, I saw it back in the day, and it's one of my favorite oh, movies. No, I'm saying, what are the chances of you rewatching <laughs> it? I haven't rewatched that thing in like 15 years. Do you know, do you know why, though? You can't... Why? You couldn't find it anywhere. Oh, I didn't think about Right? That. You know For what? years and years, there's no Blu-ray of the Abyss. Oh wow! Can you believe that? For years, yeah. The only you can get it on DVD, but the only DVD you can get that I've been able to find is a really crappy transfer from the VHS. Ugh. Right? That's Such an amazing film. I've been waiting years for it to come out on Blu-ray. Apparently. James Cameron keeps putting off doing it because he's busy working on more Avatar films. Of course. But it popped up on Netflix about a month or so ago. Oh. And it's in HD. How does it look? It looks incredible, man. Really? Oh, I was so delighted. They've clearly put some work into restoring it and getting it up to an hd standard it looks so good really yeah i did not expect that and it suddenly just popped up out of nowhere on netflix i was like the abyss oh my god at last (laughs) (laughs) sat my boy down and said you've got to watch this film you've got to watch it how did he like it? he loved it i mean how could you not right that is so cool uh again i'm I'm painting a a picture that i'm cry a lot i do really it's fine fine. yeah exactly um and the older i get the more i'm crying (laughs) but likewise but yeah the older i get i cry for it like you give me a good Uh, on facebook about someone succeeding at something they tried hard oh yeah i saw i saw a thing earlier on about some guy that had rescued loads of kids from the concentration camps in the war Oh, yeah, and and they put him on a TV show, and then they said, "Is anybody here who was whose life was saved by this guy? Stand up!" And like the whole do audience stood up. Do not say the whole up. crowd. Oh. No, do not say the yeah, whole crowd. Yeah, to this little old guy. That yeah, <laughs> oh, it was it was beautiful. Oh, I would have been. Crying. Or if they, you know, when they do those shows where they reunite like brothers who oh, haven't seen yeah. each other forever, and oh, a mess. Oh, did you see the one about the stuttering kid? Yeah. Oh. oh my God, man. Yeah, yeah, gets me. 
And, and the, the abyss, you know, the bit in the abyss when spo- yes. spoilers for a film that's like 30 years old, but it's easy 30 years old. But yeah. the bit where she has to drown. Oh, when you see the bubbles. And, uh, oh my God. And, and the resuscitation scene. Ed, oh. Ed Harris in that is unbelievable. He's one of my favorite actors anyway. But um, that whole scene. I remember... Now, I forgot. Did she say, I'm going to drown, or is it that she couldn't hold her breath anymore? No, no. She, they, that was the decision that they had to make. Oh, no. Because they only had one um, set of breathing equipment. So she was like, you're the stronger swimmer. You're going to have to let me drown and get me back to the base and resuscitate me. Oh, my God. Freaking James Cameron. Oh, man. Like, when did they start making friendly aliens? Yeah. Like aliens that had a different motive. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I was like, I like those aliens more, but unfortunately, the other alien situation seems more realistic. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, they're not going to be coming trying to be like, hey, guys, thanks for ruining this planet. No. They're going to be like, hey, there's a parasite on this planet ruining everything. We have to eliminate <laughs> all people on this planet. But I do like the friendly alien vibe. And But that one, not to ruin it for people, but yeah. please watch the movie. Watch it. It's... That one took a left turn. I was like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah. So I good. Mean, and Michael what... Bean in it as well as the Navy SEAL oh. dude. He starts to lose oh, it. Oh, he was. So good. I got to watch it again. I got to see it. Yeah, oh, I got to see it in I... HD. It's so beautiful. Because I remember a part where the thing tries to mimic her face. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I got to watch that. Because I was a bit worried because, obviously, I'm sitting there with my son. Uh, he's 14 and, and, and has grown up with, you know, the kind of effects that we have these days. Uh-huh. So I was thinking, oh, I hope it doesn't look really bad. Because it's, it's, we're talking, it's old. what, 1990 it's or yeah. something? 89, something like that. It came yeah. out. But it looks great. It looks really good. Really good. I wonder how... So that means... Have you has you have you shown your son T2 yet? Oh, yeah. How's he like that? Well, you know, they released it at the cinema a few months back. Oh, come yeah, on. Yeah, I, I took him to that. I knew that was coming up, so I sat him down and we watched Terminator, which he really liked. And then... What a movie. And then we actually went to the cinema to watch T2 in 3D. Oh. It was it was only on one night. Oh, you did it in a day. It was it was only on one one <laughs> oh night. It was like God. one night only, and oh, we managed to get on. tickets for it. And it was yeah, three D T two. It's awesome. How do you like the thumbs up at the end? I like it. I like the whole film. It's uh, I I saw it four times when it came out at the cinema. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> did you? Yeah. Because I, I was already a big fan of the first film, so me and all my mates went to see it when it came out. Loved it. Went again with some other friends and about a week later and watched it again. Enjoyed it every bit as much. Then some other friends wanted to go, so I went with them for the third time. But that time... It was one of the weirdest cinema-going experiences I've ever had. I could see through the magic on the third time. Oh, really? It was like I was on the set watching them film it rather than being caught up and lost in the magic of the film. It was so bizarre. 
Like, really? the, yeah, like there's a bit when the T-1000 has been beamed back from the future and where it materializes, it creates a hole in a wire fence and a, a cop, okay. a cop yeah, pulls yeah, yeah, up yeah, yeah. and he gets out of his car and he shines his torch on this hole in the metal fence. And there's all little molten bits where it's melted. Yes, yes. That was clearly just fluorescent orange paint being lit. It was like that. Oh. It was like it was like I was watching the making of rather than watching actual film. For some reason, but, so you yes, you saw through the matrix. Yeah, I literally saw through the matrix. That's it. Yeah, yeah it's the only time that's ever matrix. happened. But, but your friends were still crazy. Oh, they were, them. yeah, they oh, were, yeah. God. It was only in my head, but yeah, I that was it. I totally saw through the Matrix. It was really weird. That is, see, I want to see it. I want to see it again. I think I'm gonna watch Abyss. I might go on a James Cameron run. Oh yeah, and just do the James Cameron, except for um Titanic. Titanic. I just never got into. <laughs> no, it. I didn't. I found it really upsetting watching all those people <laughs> die. Yeah, I was like, I know what happens. Why do I need to watch this? And it seemed to trivialize it as a background yes. to this love story to me. Yes. I'm, I mean, it's like, but, let's like, but hang on. These two people. Yeah, but it's like, hang on, it's hundreds of people dying. And what? Yep. And watching people fall and bounce off bits of the ship, and it was like, oh, yes. I don't want to watch that again. And people were going, no. watching it over and over weren't they yeah it was a real phenomenon of people going back to watch it over and over again and i just and there was room for both of them on that door oh no question. totally oh no there's no question. i mean here's what james cameron knows, here's what james cameron knows how to do he knows how to create a phenomenon he really does That's it. yeah he does i don't know how he does it i don't know what trick he uses but he knows how to create a phenomenon oh yeah Every time has he created? Has he made? A, has he made a uh, an unprofitable movie yet? James Cameron. I shouldn't think so. I don't think so. I think he just knows how to do this thing called movie making. Oh, maybe um, Revenge of the Flying Piranha, Killer Piranhas, or whatever it was. His first ever. Film. Oh, his first movie. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. And I guarantee whoever his like assistant director was was like, "Oh, this guy's going nowhere. <laughs> yeah. This guy's going nowhere." Bad call, man. You just never know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I I think him and, and Spielberg... Well, Spielberg flops sometimes, though. Yeah. Spielberg can... Fl- didn't he do... Um, what was that horse movie? Horse movie? Remember um, the horse that was a race... Oh, no, the horse, like, saved people in the war or something? Um, Seabiscuit. Didn't he do Seabiscuit? Was that him? Was that him? I don't know. I've not seen it. Toby Maguire, wasn't it? Spielberg horse movie. I forgot. What, oh, there it is. It's called Oh War Horse. War Horse. He did War Horse. Okay, I didn't see that. <laughs> Neither did I. <laughs> I was like, man, I love Spielberg. Yeah. But you ain't gonna get me to see no War Horse though, dude. Come on, man. Well, what about come um, on? What about Ready Player One? You up for that? I'm totally gonna see it. Yeah. I'm gonna see it because I haven't read the book, and okay. I think people who read the book are gonna be disappointed because you're never gonna get the book. Well, I've read the book. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. But, I, but I, I, I've I, never had a problem with um, the whole book versus the movie version thing because it's going to be different. It, yes. It's always going to be different. You, you can't... 
in a book you can talk about what people are thinking and you can't do that in a film that's true you I can't mean, get yeah, inside narration. someone's head yeah. yeah yeah exactly yeah and you don't want that to a film going back to star wars i read the novelization of oh, wow. star wars um and i'm never quite sure whether i read it before i saw the film or not but it was different it was very different but i think maybe the whole comic book things helped me with that as well because a comic book's a bit like a movie storyboard you know what i mean well i think yes that's exactly what it is you're right you've kind of got a book and a visual thing at the same time. I think Ernest Klein's written the screenplay for the movie. I think that's quite good when, well, it can go both ways. I mean, Fifty Shades of Grey, for example, not that I've read the book or seen the film, but um, I've heard that the, the author wrote the screenplay and it was just appalling. Um, but yeah, I know Ernest Klein's done the screenplay, so I don't know. There was a film came out a couple of years ago, I don't know if you saw it, called The Girl With All The Gifts. I loved that freaking movie. There you go. Now... I loved that movie. Yeah, and I've read the book as well. Now... Was the book better than the movie? Different. But same ending? But they're both equally good. Yeah, okay. pretty much the okay. same ending. Um, I loved the ending. Yeah. I loved it. It's, it's it totally went under the radar that film. Go out and I don't know. Go how. out and watch it, everyone. I don't know. That film's so good. The book's great it's too. It's so good. But the guy Mike Carey who wrote the book wrote this was writing the screenplay at the same time he was writing the book. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that should be interesting. So it's worth you know, reading it as well as watching it because it was basically being conceived simultaneously. That's probably a direction many authors, if they see their, their book coming to a movie, they yeah. might want to start trying to do that. I think that could be kind of the way things might be going. I, th I think agents are going to push it on to... Exactly. Like as soon as it's got say, a... Hey, look. Yeah. <laughs> if it's been optioned, then it's like, yes. right, okay, I'll do both. Yes. But it worked totally. really well in that case. It worked really well because they're both equally valid versions of the story, which respect the medium that they're in. Yes. I mean, other than Train to Busan, that's probably the best zombie movie <laughs> of the last few years. Yeah. Train to Busan is my favorite zombie movie of all time. Oh, it's incredible, isn't it? That is, that is so leaps and bounds above zombie movies. Oh, that I mean, how many make you tear up? How many oh. zombie movies can make you tear up? Well, because it's dealing with parenting, isn't it? It's, yes, it, it, it's, maybe that's what it is. We're dads, oh, yeah, and maybe we're yeah. like, I would do what he's doing right now, yep. I would do it in a second, and then he's thinking about all the memories he's had. Oh, it broke my heart. I oh, deal me with too. It. Couldn't do it, could not do it. Yeah, it, it's I'm so like, good. Not to ruin it for people, but there's a scene where someone is singing toward the end of the film, mm. and my heart was breaking. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's such a good what film. A movie. What so a good. movie that was. Yeah. Brilliant film. Oh, 
But you know, I, I wanted uh, speak since you're a zombie person like myself. Mm-hmm. Do you think they could make another twenty eight or uh, twenty eight days later? The concept of the of the infected in the twenty eight days films is such a you know it's it's good because they're fast you know. That's the scary part. They're That's what come at me you. Out. I was like, oh yeah. my god, yeah. they could run at you. Yeah. And there's that ferocity, which is, um, yes. which they brought to the zombie thing, which I thought was great. I think they should have kept it in the UK. They should have kept it in the UK. Yeah. Yeah. That was way, I don't know how, okay. Speaking of behind the scenes, uh-huh. how did they clear that whole street for that scene? Oh, what you mean like Westminster Bridge? Yes. Uh, uh, how the do you film. do that? They got up really early. gosh man that's crazy yeah apparently that's what they did i think i think i remember hearing about that that they just got up super early um that is crazy now how busy is that bridge normally well yeah during the day it's 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 pretty 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 busy but i think i think they might have managed to get it closed for a little while but i know it was probably filmed in the summer you know at dawn on a probably a Sunday. <laughs> I loved the thing is I loved about that movie is they had actors. When that guy, when that crow dripped the blood in his eyes and he started turning, oh. that's acting. Yeah, it's not just a zombie film. That is no. acting what he did. Yeah, yeah. He was telling his daughter to get away from him. Oh yeah. I was like, oh yeah. no, oh no. Yeah, Brendan Gleeson, right? Yes. Yeah, he's a, he's a, a beast of an actor. Have you seen um, In Bruges? I loved him yeah. with Colin Farrell, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, him. Movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love him, Bruce. <laughs> that went under the radar too. Yeah, yeah. Another great he, film. Yeah. Great film. He's. A, I don't. I don't know what happened to Colin Farrell, man. He, he was did, the guy. He did that weird film a couple of years ago, Lobster. How you know? I wanted to see that because people keep on saying. Yeah, Lobster. I do too. We'll have to put that on the list, man. Yeah, for sure, man. We gotta you gotta come back on and review it because I think yeah. that's a crazy silly movie. Yeah. That is very in a box where if you you're either gonna love it or you're going to hate it. Because I haven't heard in between. Yeah, totally. People yeah, are, that's what I, I've heard. I think someone on Slash Film t- cast was talking about it. Right, right. And I was like, there was no in between. Yeah. I was like, oh, these people don't like it or they do like it. It's not a ah, uh, you know. No. <laughs> we'll have to check it out. Because Colin Farrell was the guy. Because he went from that, he went from um, what was it, Tigerland? Oh yeah, yeah, and Phone Booth. Yeah, Tigerland, Phone Booth, and he did that. That's quite a good uh, film. SWAT. Yeah, and he was um, Bullseye in um, the terrible Daredevil film. Do you remember that? Yeah, he was. <laughs> he, oh, but wait a minute. What about Minority Report? He was great. In that. Oh yeah, yeah, he's good. I think he's a good actor. He is. He just picked wrong parts. It's just been in some bad ones, but he's great in Embrues. He's phenomenal in that film. And even Phone Booth. I was on the edge of my seat for that movie. I'm like, what do you? What do you do? Yeah. What do you do? Pretty much carried it all on his own. I really like that film. Yeah, Colin Farrell's another uh, a person. I'm just like, you know what? He he should have been huge. Yeah. He was the Tom Cruise after Tom Cruise. I think he had some personal issues, didn't he, for a little while oh, there in the nineties? That might have been it. I didn't know that. That might have been it. Yeah, I think I think he, um, but, uh, he went a little bit off the rails. Because I'm going to let you go, but I really wanted to um, talk about what you thought about Annihilation because we both watched that. 
What did you think, dude? Okay. A <laughs> couple of things that we've already spoke about, actually, uh, kind of connect with that. It did remind me a little bit of a girl with all the gifts. And, okay. and the other thing you mentioned earlier about um, friendly aliens versus yes. aggressive aliens. Mm-hmm. This is something that's not either of those things. Mm-hmm. It it's just is what it is. And it's interacted with us, but it hasn't got evil. It's not attacking us. And it's not friendly either. It's just another, an other form of life or existence that's intersected with us somehow. You know? That's kind of what I got from that side of it. Everybody turn off the thing if you don't want to hear spoilers because I really got to get it. I got to get into this with with Bucks. It's a deep film. There's a lot to talk about. So what was this movie about? I don't. Okay. Was it taking over? What was it doing? They're like, oh, the cells are interacting with ours and like, wait. And then the the, the people that. What was the flower people? What? What are I just? I left the film being like, wait, what? Well, what I took from it was that it was, and what I what I liked about it was that it was truly alien. Mm -hmm. In the in the fact that if we were to encounter alien life, Mm -hmm. we probably wouldn't understand it fully. Mm-hmm. Because it's so different, it's so yeah. other to to our form of life and what we True. what we expect. And and to me, it felt like we'd intersected with this other kind of this alien life form or or, or environment um, that was sort of gradually transforming um our our world and our environment in the same way that you know a virus might affect your body or um you know or or mold might appear on a loaf of bread and gradually turn mm-hmm. it into into something else a bit like you know with again with the girl with all the gifts it was there was no evil intent or agenda there it was just a, a a, a different form of life. It, it's it struck me as being more kind of um, environmental and biological, and natural in that sense, if you know what I mean, rather than it being an intelligence with a with a a purpose. It's just that we've happened to interact with something that's alien to us, and it's having an effect. Okay, so you're you're saying that the bear. It was still a bear, but yeah. it was a new form of yeah. a bear. Yeah. It, because that that part I was really intrigued by. I'm like, okay, it's changing because the 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 alligator wasn't that different. No, it had little changes. Yeah, but it wasn't massively different. Yeah, except the size and the little changes. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. But the bear was totally yeah a different thing. Yeah. And yeah. I thought that was interesting where it figured Definitely. out, oh, I could, and, he, and, and it said, remember when she said, <sighs> I think when it attacked a human, it took on human traits. Yeah. 
I said, wow. It was terrifying. That is terrifying. That was such a scary monster. I did not like that scene at <laughs> oh, all. It was horrible. When he was opening his mouth. Oh. And his, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> that was terrifying. See, I went into that film and I don't know if it was the the trailer that, that, that made me think this way, but I was expecting something more along the sort of suspense sci-fi horror kind of angle me. right Same i thought it'd be more yeah. of a horror film yes sort of aliens type you know people versus alien creatures and in a big battle of survival yes so i kind of was expecting that till about halfway through the film and i thought actually no this isn't that movie is it this is this is more of an existential sci-fi kind Thriller. of thing yeah. yeah or not even so much even that it was more along the lines of uh, a sort of 2001 type contemplation about um, and notions of reality and, and, and what's alien and what alien could be, you know? And I thought, so I, I thought I'm going to need to go back and watch it again. That's knowing what, knowing what I'm going I into. Didn't, I didn't get it. Yeah. I think like the flower, cause she turned in Tessa Thompson mm-hmm. turned into a flower thing. Yeah. We're we're to assume that. Yeah. And so she took it upon herself to say, I don't want to do either of those things. Mm. And she initiated her transformation. And I said, well, that's different. Yeah. I was like, I wonder what. And the end, I mean, it's it's just, I think I have to watch it again to figure out, okay, what just happened? Now, mind you, that bear eating the bottom of that girl's jaw, I did not Uh. expect yeah. I was like, that was gruesome. That was really horrible. Oddly gruesome. Yeah. And um, I think, yeah, I have to watch it again because I was really paying attention. Mm. But I think my brain was in the mode for a different movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so me too. It, I, I wasn't in science. I wasn't in scientific mindset. Yeah. I was in, oh, this might be like a, oh, an interesting mystery of where these people went. We got to bring them back. And then it turned into something else. Absolutely, then, oh, yeah. Oh, I gotta watch with, with my scientific brain on. Exactly, and look yeah. At what's happening? Yeah, I mean, all 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 the thoughts that I've had, you know, that I've been talking about, have come after seeing the film. Yes, yes. It's I've been thinking about it a lot since I watched it, because my initial takeaway was like, what, what was, huh? Yes, exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> it's like Chidi in the Good Place. He does the very best. Wait, what thing yes, in the world? Yes. <laughs> That's I, what I did. I did. I kind, I kind of sure. felt. I kind of felt like that. It was like, huh? But yeah, um, what did I just watch? But I've been thinking about it a lot, and um, I'm definitely going to watch it again. And I've I've read articles about it, and 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 sort of review different reviews of it, and people talking about it on podcasts and whatnot, and um. The more I thought about it and the more I read, I kind of thought, yeah, I can kind of, what happened was, yeah, I went in with the, expecting something that that's never going to give you because it's not that film. I, I need to check the trailer again, actually, and see if it was that that misled me or whether, sure or, or, or whether I just kind of got it into my head that it was going to be more of a suspense horror action type thing. There were elements of that, but the general theme of the film was a lot deeper and a lot more, like I say, existential in sort of sci-fi. 
which is great. Well, yeah, I mean, there's not enough of that around. It was transforming them because, like she was saying, one of the scientists was saying, can't you see how we're losing? It's like pre, um, we're pre-Alzheimer's. Um, like you're losing your mind and you feel it coming where your, I mean, your mind is not your own anymore. And they're like, yeah, we all feel it. Something's happening to our brain. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. So it's, as soon as you walk through, you don't walk out. No. You don't walk out. Yeah. You're not going to you be you can't anymore. You walk out. You're yeah, not yeah. going to be you anymore. Yeah. Well, that's and what happened at the end, really, wasn't it? Exactly. Even though she did the right thing, mm. she looked into that thing. Yeah. And even though it was her that walked out. Or was it? It was. Exactly. I was like, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. So that would mean, was the other thing really her? Yeah. And she was just seeing I don't know. I was just like, okay, that means so many possibilities here. But I think you could watch the film again and again and never really get a clear answer to those questions. And that's, that's very true. And and I like that about it. You know, I, I, I like that it leaves you think and I hope they don't do a sequel. Because Exactly, please don't. You know, there's no need. There you know, there's no. been so many classic movies and stories that leave things hanging a little bit at the end and leaves you to, to think, well, you know, it could have gone this way. It could have gone that way. And it's good. It's good to have those discussions. I'm glad Christopher Nolan didn't say, Oh, by the way, this is the end. Yeah, exactly. This is what they mean. And just like this movie, I don't want them to say, Oh no, 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 no. This is what this all meant. Because yeah. a lot of times our discussion makes the movie better than it actually meant to be. Yeah, exactly. He didn't mean to do a lot of this stuff, but we made it. Oh, maybe it means this. Yeah. Let it live and be better than you thought it was when you were writing it. Yeah, yeah. Let us just make it. Because if you come out and answer it, we'll be like, oh, he didn't even mean to do that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was just a fluke. Yeah. He made it that. Okay, cool. No, Don't it felt, touch it again. It felt deliberately ambiguous, the ending. Totally. Uh, and, we saw their eyes. And yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. You know, and we saw her say, they said, so you're the only one to come back? She said, I had to. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I think that was the truth. Yeah. In order to take over civilization, I had to come back. Yeah. I couldn't just die in there. Otherwise, there's no more shimmer. So but, the shimmer is going to continue. But it's like, uh, spoilers again, girl with all the gifts. It's like the ending of that, right? Yes. It's like, what is the enemy is just evolution. So it's kind of... Well, actually, you've been looking at it this way the whole time. But actually, the acceptance of the inevitability of change, even though it might not be something that on your own personal scale, you know, it could mean the end of you on, on as part of a greater picture, it's inevitable. Totally. So I, that I, it really did remind me of th- thematically uh, of that as well and oh, I, it, I, again i like it, both endings it's like yeah that's totally i like, like that it's different i think the interesting thing that the girl with all the gifts brought me was like okay what if zombies are an evolution they can't die they yeah. have that on us now yeah they have that on us yeah. now are they they're at their very beginning phase so yeah they're gonna be dumb yeah. They're not quite there yet, like we were before yeah. we evolved to be able to talk and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. I'm like, oh, they are an upgrade in some ways. They're like, oh no, we don't die. When you get shot, you die. We don't. So something is different in us that is just an upgrade from you. And I'm like, oh, that's an interesting direction 
to go saying, oh, no, we are an upgrade. We're just learning how to read and write like you did. And once we get there, we are a total upgrade from you. Yeah. We are a complete upgrade from you. So I'm like, oh, that's an, I did not, when I watched the movie, I was like, oh my gosh, they really, it could have been corny, but they took it another direction. But like, no, 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 no. We are going, and when the girl set the, I can't, just in case, because people probably haven't seen it, but. No, I don't think many people have seen it. No. When she does what she does at the end. Yeah. I was both flabbergasted. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's what you're saying. It's the classic story of the, with, of the um, scorpion and the frog. He's like, yeah, I'm going to do this because I'm a scorpion. That's what I'm going to do no matter what you do. Yeah, it was like horrifying and utterly beautiful at the same time. Utterly beautiful. You know, it's just just brilliant. I thought it was amazing. I said, oh, from the beginning, she had no choice but to do what she did. Yeah. You know, in order to live. And so I thought, I don't think that that movie is ever going to get the props it deserves. No, no, sadly not. And in a way, like you said, that brings us to maybe Annihilation. Like, I could imagine 20 years from now, people calling this a genius film yeah. that went under the radar. And me yeah. being like, oh, you know what? It probably was. Yeah. And I just didn't I didn't get it at the time. But right now, and also we have to keep in mind, they put it out, and this is Black Panther year. It's just anything yeah. you put out right now is just going to get demolished. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bad time to put out a movie. So I it, and so I think that this sort of movie, if they, I would have kept it for maybe a year, yeah, and then released it. I don't it's, know why they did it with Infinity Wars and Black Panther coming out. So has it had a cinematic release in the states? Yes, for us we had the cinema. For y'all, it's on Netflix. Yeah, we didn't get it. Yeah, yeah. we have to go to the movies to see it. Yeah, it just came straight to Netflix here, which I think. Yep. Which is a, it is a smart move because then it's not up against those other films These, in the box office. Yeah, it's impossible. I mean, you have, I mean, as corny as people think The Rock is, even if they released it in a, like a few weeks, he, st- he has Rampage coming out. Right, yeah. So there's no good time to release Annihilation this year. Yeah. Because The Rock owns the weekends he has. Right, he right. He owns them. Yeah, and so yeah. so I don't know why they did that. They should have just done the Netflix thing. And yeah. it beat, I mean, Cloverfield was so garbage to me that this would have been a refreshing thing for me. Yeah. If I would have watched it, I'd be like, oh, this was not bad at all. Yeah. It wasn't bad at all. So, yeah. yeah. Are you giving Annihilation your thumbs up? On reflection, yeah, I am. It, uh, But I do need to watch it again. I do need to go back and watch it knowing what to expect so that I can really, you know, suck the juice out of that particular orange, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, totally. That's totally so. And reflection on me, I'm doing the same thing. I was thumbs down going in, but the more right. that I talk to Johnny Bucks, I think it's a a movie that I just wasn't prepared for. I yeah. would recommend everyone watch it blank minded. Do not go into yeah, it. Yeah, don't expect anything. it to be anything. Yeah. No. Just. And just open your mind to everything they're saying in the beginning. Pay attention to every single thing they say and yeah. then go into this movie. And then, um, and then send us emails either to Johnny Bucks or Heroes of Noise. Tweet us. Let us know what you thought. And speaking of which, if you do want to get in touch with us, 
Um, you can hit us up at heroesofnoise at gmail.com, uh, at heroesofnoise, at danqpublic on Twitter, at Music. Instagram is as Heroes of Noise. Facebook is Heroes of Noise. We have a new Vero account, uh, Heroes of Noise podcast, um, www.heroesofnoise.com. Do the PayPal thing. Ladies and gentlemen, you know where to find us. Leave a five-star review because Johnny Bucks has been killing it. And so you know, if you want, <laughs> if you want to hear him again, you got to give us a five-star review. But um, before we leave, I want, how do how do the people get in touch with you, Johnny? But how, how do they get in touch with you on Facebook or Twitter and, and all that stuff? Um, Twitter, you can get me at Johnny, which is J-O-H-N, then three I's and three E's. So that's J-O-H-N-I-I-I-E-E-E. Um, I got on early, <laughs> so, <laughs> but I've, I've not really been on Twitter. So I've sort of just recently reacted, reactivated my account. So I've got like no followers. So, well, apart from you guys. So follow, uh, yeah. follow away, ladies and gentlemen, H- hit me up there. <laughs> um, and I'm on Facebook at, um, John bucket. That's bucket with two T's and your music group. And yeah, we've got um, Majestic 12 Band. That's Majestic 1, 2 Band uh, on Facebook. And my other band is www.groovezooband.com. Hit him up, ladies and gentlemen. It has been a pleasure (laughs) once again. And until the next time we talk to you, I'm Steve. And I'm Johnny Bucks. Cheers, guys. Peace. (laughs) 